and welcome to Us Weirdos Have to Stick Together, the show where a couple of weirdos talk all about the Owl House. My name is Patch, and I'm joined by the most wanted criminal in the Boiling Isles. It's Chloe. How are you today, Chloe? I'm doing good, but uh, it's really weird to hear the uh, <laughs> most wanted criminal in the Boiling Isles again. <laughs> it's been a theory for, uh, I guess, a month and a half, roughly now. <laughs> As of this recording, that's very true, but this is a very special episode. So I'd also like to introduce, uh, from the Quest Friends podcast, and creator of the Under the Neighborhood TTRPG, it's Kyle. Hi, I'm the one who dragged them back here. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like we needed much to want to go back to the Boiling Isles. It's true, we never really left. The show's only been gone for like, uh, well not gone, but on hiatus for only like, not even two months now, and we're just like, god, if it's this fucking show. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, uh, so hi, my name's Kyle. I created a role-playing game called Under the Neighborhood. Under the Neighborhood is a game that you can play with your friends, and it's all about creating adventures in the world of cartoons like Gravity Falls or Amphibia, or notably for this show, The Owl House. It's all about getting together with your friends, creating characters who are relatively normal people, but, you know, still weirdos that have to stick together. <laughs> And exploring these worlds that are equally magical and mundane. Chloe and Patch have each created characters that would exist in the world of the Owl House, existing the Boiling Isles. Uh, what we'll do is we'll explain who those characters are. We'll talk a little bit about some of the things they're going to deal with today. And then we are just going to, through the power of imagination and dice, tell a story that could be a off-brand uh, episode of the Owl House. So our adventure is going to take place in the Boiling Isles. Specifically, it is going to take place in Hexide School of Magic and Wikipedia. Scrolled it. Demonics. Demonics. <laughs> uh, Hexide School of Magic and Demonics. And so uh, I'd say before we get into the adventure, let's talk about the two uh, students you'll be playing today. I'm playing Verity, the guardian who has the future. Uh, she uses she, they pronouns. She is age 16 and is an Oracle Track student who is a, a bipede, bipede demon, bipedal. I forget the term that Hootie used in that episode. <laughs> Basically, she kind of looks like Basha if Basha was also a biblically accurate angel kind of person because she has more <laughs> eyes than Basha. The way I have her described is that she has four eyes on her face, one on each shoulder and one on the back of each hand. <laughs> but she's, So... <laughs> Not not a not a fun time trying to find like glasses if you need glasses when you have that many oh, eyes. No. <laughs> yeah. I thought that I was like God, you'd have to basically have like goggles on your hands basically if you have to wear glasses like that. Uh <laughs> she has like very uh lesbianly styled orange hair. And I guess I should just bring up what her want is, because I know you had to like pick a want. Basically, because of her like ability to see the future, she's found that a lot of people find that her precognition is a bit unsettling since some people might feel like uh, choice is an illusion if they meet this person and are like, wait, you know what I'm going to do? Okay, that's strange. And so she wants to prove that that's not a weird ability and that it's like, just because I can say what you're going to do or whatever doesn't mean necessarily that you are not still choosing that. <laughs> <laughs> and who will Verity be uh, adventuring with today? Yeah, well, that would be uh, Benic Oray is their name. They are a witch in the beastkeeping track. They're more human passing, so to speak, but they're certainly not <laughs> normal, I guess is the word I'm looking for. <laughs> they, them pronouns, also age 16. They are the mon trainer who learns by doing. They uh, really do not get along with 
organized education, basically, and want to get out and learn how animals work by jumping in firsthand. Imagine, I guess, a sort of a Steve Irwin character if Steve Irwin didn't get the doctorate first. <laughs> Since they don't like doing things the quote-unquote proper way, they did kind of mess things up and turn themselves at least partially into a fire bee. So they've got stripes, that's fun, and they do have a tendency to just burst into flames unexpectedly. But other than that, yeah, they're, they're just in it for the adventure. They absolutely would have cut class just to go check, check out the dungeon uh, detention monster and see what that's all about. <laughs> Perfect. And you have uh, Mon Trainer. So what that typically means is that you have little critters that you can hang out with and you have a specific beast you hang out with. Yeah, for sure. In the Owl House, beastkeeping magic kind of is like Pokemon summoning. You can just kind of draw a spell circle and summon specific animals. And we don't see a whole lot of that, but I have elected to only have one animal friend at this point. Um, and their name is Poutine. They are a winged lion, which is to say a very large bat-winged predator creature. So far, they haven't eaten anyone. Let's hope it stays that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm sure there are some characters in the background that people wouldn't notice if they disappeared. <laughs> we would have joked about that with Tibbles, but then Tibbles came back in season two, so... <laughs> <laughs> I regret to warn you that I saw Tybalt and my first thought was, I would have made this man. <laughs> the shitty little two foot tall con artist. <laughs> Listen, we have to let you in on this because this is long running in our show. We saw Tybalt die twice. We saw him die twice and he keeps coming back. Yep. Well, let me just update my notes here. Tybalt back from the dead! I can... Well, this would probably be before he, like, uh, maybe second died uh, after Amity punched him into a wall. <laughs> the second death, he just ends up in, like, a weird time loop where he goes back to, like... He goes back in time to try to wipe Ida out of existence before she's even created so Luce doesn't have somebody to hang out with and stay in the boiling house. Oh! Dana Terrace, we know you listen in on this. Please do not make season three of that to try to deal with the collector. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have our characters, we have our setting. The one thing we have before we begin is most of these usually start with a pretty mundane slice of life complication. A good example from the Owl House, it isn't really a complication, but there's a whole episode about the fact that there is this writing competition and Luz wants to do it with King. And so while it gets to this weird fantasy setting where you've got this collector who's trapping artists in these, you know, little squares, these little cubes. It starts with something relatively mundane and relatable. Two friends are working on a writing project together. <laughs> so the way each of our adventures start with Under the Neighborhood is that each of the players is going to suggest a slice of life complication. Usually we go in a circle, but since there are two of you, you're just going to look to the other person <laughs> What direction from Connecticut is Canada so I can try to look at that? <laughs> um, west of you, northwest. That would be helpful if I knew what window to look out. <laughs> and so what will happen is each of you will suggest one and then we as a group will figure out which one we enjoy the most. And that will be a core foundation of our adventure. We will start with this mundane thing such as the coffee pot is broken and then by the end, we might be fighting the coffee queen, lord of all things caffeinated. <laughs> yeah, so who would like to start with a suggestion for a complication? 
I actually put a little thought into this ahead of time, and uh, what I came up with, specifically since Bannock is so anti-school, what if it's near the end of a school year? What if finals are here and they are nowhere near prepared for it? <laughs> <laughs> that would work out well because it's like, uh, like if Bannock's not prepared, like Verity might be like, all right, well, I gotta, I gotta go help them prepare as well, <laughs> considering that I also probably need a little bit of help too. No, nobody really hangs out with our characters besides the two of us. <laughs> We're, we're a bit of like the weirdos, I guess, in a school full of weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Perfect example. And then what is what is the other uh, what's the other complication idea? I guess it's just because I had to do it earlier today. It's like, oh, God, it's grocery shopping day. Got to got to do the grocery shopping for some reason for their family. <laughs> It's the day day before finals, or it is finals, and it's grocery shopping day. <laughs> yeah, perfect. So sometimes we can go with two, but typically we will choose one of these, and that will be the core of, or not the core, but a big part of our adventure. So mm-hmm. uh, how how are we feeling? What what do we want to explore? I, th- I think Patch's idea is more interesting, obviously, because like they actually gave it more thought than I did because <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> that said, though. If Verity were to mention literally anything that wasn't tests, Bannock would absolutely be down to skip tests and go do that. So if we wanted to explore that, we could very easily do, I think, combine those ideas. Yeah, maybe we combine them where it's like, oh, after we study, you have to go get groceries. And Bannock might just be like, all right, I'm done. Let's go. That'll help. Perfect. Yeah, let's, let's do both. All right. So we've got our characters. We've got our complication. It is time to begin our story. And to begin our story, we actually have to start with one of the moves. So in a game like this, any action you make is going to have a move associated with it. Mm -hmm. You roll with a specific stat that kind of relates to what that is. And then based on how you do, you either do a failure, you fail at it, make success, you succeed kind of, or you succeed at a cost or a full success. You do great. You also have character moves. These are specific things that your character can do. And Verity, as an oracle, has a move called Seize the Future. So at the beginning of every adventure, Verity, uh, Chloe, you will roll a d6, a single d6 dice. Mm -hmm. You will uh, get a result and then tell me what the result is based on what you roll. All right. Let's see what Google gives me. Hey, it's a five. So that's actually one of the better results because that lets me roll with advantage when facing whatever the vision of the future will be. (laughs) So Verity... You see the future, and in the future, you get a series of sensations. You hear words, but all the words are slightly off. Instead of bear, it's jer. Instead of many, it's tenny. It just, everything sounds a bit off and a bit strange for some reason. You smell various kinds of food, but the one that is most overwhelming is you can smell and you can see in front of you a perfect roast ham dinner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Bannock, you see as uh, Verity's eyes uncloud and Verity in front of you, you are in the cafeteria or the main eating space and you see a small ham sandwich. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not all what I just saw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's where you are. You two are in in lunch. You are in between classes. 
uh, you can see a series of students studying around with you. Uh, you know, you two kind of do your own thing. So <laughs> you might recognize the names of, you know, some of the students like, you know, uh, Amara. But other ones you might see in, oh, that's the moon girl. As most people that watch Owl House would describe her as. <laughs> yeah, I forgot what her name is. It's just Moon Girl. That's the, what the wiki says. Oh, right, right. Uh, the unnamed moon-shaped girl, also known as Celine. So she's not unnamed, Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. She has, you put her name after the unnamed moon. Anyways, the point is, you two don't know any of your goddamn classmates. And yeah, but you're in between classes and everyone is, is fiercely studying. Uh, is there something I missed? Even less of a party in here than usual. I mean, because, like, finals are, like, like next week, right? Next week. Whatever, that's plenty of time. Uh, I mean, this would be very helpful if they ever gave any of these fucking teachers' names, actually. <laughs> Fuck. If I'm not stopped, I will just name them after Fire Emblem characters, because that's what I've been playing. <laughs> yeah, Prof Professor Byleth of the uh, Oracle track, which actually tracks, considering that, that works. she does the... Yeah. yeah, you know what? That's what it is now. Considering Byleth can rewind time, yeah, sure. You got Byleth of the Oracle track and Professor Balthus of the Beast track. There you go. <laughs> but it's like, I mean, like, yeah, like, obviously you're not in Professor Byleth's class, but like, uh, I mean... I, I mean, I mean, I'm not that great. That's still like being able to summon that like ghosting out of the orbs. So it's like I need to practice that more before we get there at the, at the test. I don't know. Like you've seen him do it. Why can't you just do it? Give it a ghost treat or something. I don't know. <laughs> where, where, where even is uh, poutine? I, I, I mean, I get that poutine probably wouldn't be allowed in the, in the cafeteria as much. But like, shouldn't you maybe be like trying to work on getting them to like be under a little bit more control? Oh yeah. No, I mean. Poutine's great. They just... And uh, Bannock's gonna dig through their satchel and pull out a packet of beef jerky and <laughs> toss it over to Verity and go, listen, ghosts are into dead stuff, right? Jerky, there you go. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it works like that. <laughs> Do you try? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Okay, we're gonna do our first move. <laughs> oh god. So we have we have different kinds of moves, basic moves that we can do. So since you're trying to use magic, we don't have a designated magic move. The closest we have is something called touch the other side. Touch the other side uses a stat called books. Books refers to academic abilities. And touch the other side is what you're meant to do when you're working with something arcane. You know, so it could be a artifact from another world or your dad's a super old jeep that's in manual transmission and you only know automatic <laughs> or in your case, it's magic and beef jerky. <laughs> so what you're going to do is you're going to roll me 2d6, add or subtract your book stat and tell me what the number is. There is a time where I considered actually having like a more of a mind as to one stat that actually have one in books. I'd not do that. So I have a zero in books. <laughs> All right. Don't screw me over Google. <laughs> it's a three. <laughs> A failure. So a failure. You get a thing called AP that lets you do stuff. That's great. Hooray. But you fail and I choose two drawbacks. It takes much longer than expected to work. It works, but in a way that's harmful to you. Or it breaks after or while being used. What an auspicious start. <laughs> Failing to get the beef jerky, trying to mix it with ghost magic. So you're harnessing this beef jerky and you're trying to use it, but you can feel... You can feel a grumbling in your stomach, Verity, because 
Well, it's grocery day. In fact, you should have gotten groceries a couple days ago, so you're pretty hungry. Yeah, pro- probably down to just, like, demon peanut butter for lunch. Like, <laughs> one of those sandwiches or something. Uh, yeah, just someone has swiped the ham sandwich. So I, guess, I guess it was, I guess, oh, yeah, I guess, it, I guess it was a ham sandwich. Yeah, but that's how gone. <laughs> so you're just kind of sitting there hungrily. Your eyes are kind of, they're clouding over, but not, like, sparking as you're trying to uh, harness the oracle thing. And there are going to be two effects. The first one is that it takes much longer than is expected to work. <laughs> so, uh, Bannock, what are you doing as this is happening? Uh, well, at first, I think they're staring expectantly to see if this jerky really can lure out ghosts. And then when it doesn't do anything immediately, they just kind of wander, like watching the windows and counting the birds that go by, that sort of thing. <laughs> As we're there for four hours. <laughs> yeah, you're you're watching the b- birds, and in fact, yeah, the bell screams, <laughs> and you can see all the students go back. Principal Bump is doing some announcement about how, like, please do not set anything on fire. Please, we only have so many wings. Um, just begging the students to have a safe, a safe finals, please. And you're watching the birds fly out. You know, one of them is just soaring through the air. And then a small frog just jumps up and <laughs> chomps it with its teeth in a single bite. But then uh, the bird comes out of it like a chestburster in like a new form <laughs> and, and flies off carrying the toad like on its newly formed sharp talons. And yeah, you're admiring the beauty of nature. <laughs> and you hear a sound. As Verity, you start to see those visions again. You hear the different phrases, you know, the words that just sound not quite right. You see and smell the ham, but it's not cooked anymore. It's almost like it's reverted backwards, and now it's just uncooked ham. Not quite the pig with the, like, you know, apple in the mouth, but it's Mm -hmm. getting there. It's unturning (laughs) itself. It's reanimating. (laughs) You feel a sinister force pulling at the jerky, and you notice the jerky in your hand is also the ham, and it turns to face you. (laughs) The other issue is going to be that you did successfully touch the other side, but in a way that is harmful to you. Oh, great. And I will not explain how. <laughs> Super, at least I have advantage when it comes to facing the demon ham later on. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, you you poof back and you're looking at lunch. Uh, well, it was left of lunch considering somebody stole the fucking sandwich. <laughs> it better was that uh, human transfer student. She, she's always up to no good doing stuff. <laughs> You know what? In this episode, we're going to say that King snuck his way into Hexide, so he just walks by and dumps a ham sandwich into a trash can. Yeah, he somehow <laughs> snuck inside of her cowl and then popped out. <laughs> just be mischievous. <laughs> Fuck, we, we're, we're definitely late for class, huh? We have class? Yeah! <laughs> we were at lunch. That's not the end of the day. Oh, well, I, was, I had a thought while you were mm-hmm. uh, doing all that. No ghost, right? No ghosts, <laughs> no. Okay, well. The ham started to become uh, less cooked, so I don't know what the fuck that's about. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. Um. Okay, so listen, though. The Grudgeby team has ghosts as cheerleaders to school spirits, right? What if you ask them? Maybe they can help you summon a ghost. But, but those are like literal ghosts. They're not like the crystal ball manifestation. They're distinct and different. Oh, well, 
Uh, like the ghost tier leaders are just people that died. But <laughs> <laughs> the, the crystal balls are like a different thing. <laughs> just dead. They're not. They're not the dead. There's a difference. Like sex be dead, but we're different. We're not dead. <laughs> okay. Um. I did not know that they were different. I just kind of assumed you were trying to summon a dead person, but... No, I don't... Th I, I'm pretty sure Necromancy was uh, banned along with uh, Wild Magic like that back when the coven system started. Hmm. Like, what other freaky ghosts want, huh? Is there a place they hang out when they're not here? Can we go find it? Uh, I mean, I guess if... I mean, if we actually went to, like, our goddamn classes, like, I could ask Professor Bylivaster if they know where the ghosts are, or at least what the difference is between... Like the crystal ball ghosts that make them different. Okay, 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 okay. Or we could go on a crazy adventure and find somebody to conjure us inside the crystal ball and see what's in there. That is definitely a bad idea. <laughs> yeah, but it would be more fun. True, but also still a bad idea. <laughs> okay, well, you're the one who sees the future. How bad an idea is it? It, I mean, it doesn't necessarily work like that. I don't, I don't get to pick and choose what I see. You said it was a ham. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So let's go to the butcher shop. That's a start. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but again, we, we really can't until after school is done for the day. We still have like three hours. Ah, you in school. I do not. <laughs> Meanwhile, I have a books of zero. It's not like my character is like the most studious. It's just that they don't want to flunk out. <laughs> Negative one. <laughs> So you two are gonna go uh, go talk to our new OC, Professor Byler. <laughs> well, I think Verity would because I don't think uh, I don't think uh, Benick. Yeah, they, they would be in different classes since they're different tracks. So. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Professor Byler would let Benick into the class because <laughs> they're not their student. Well, you know, Professor Byleth is trying to recruit students from the other tracks <laughs> all the time. So if you can make her think that. Bannock might think of switching. Bannock sitting in the back of the classroom, just tossing treats out the window to a lion while insisting that it can tell the future. Alright, so you walk, to, you walk to the class. Let's go to the class. And it is the Oracle classroom. So not only does it have a series of these crystal balls, it's in fact the inside is shaped almost like a crystal ball itself. Now, Professor Byleth couldn't get the funding to actually like change it from just a regular classroom. So what it is, is it's a regular, you know, square classroom. But then you've got this kind of paper mache thing that goes over the corners to make it look like it's curved. <laughs> and there's a little, you know, those little like tiny disco balls that yeah. like, kids can put that <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's one of those that's just shining around the ceiling. <laughs> And you walk in to see all of that, but the room is otherwise empty. Uh, I had the skill perception, so I wanted to try to like look around to see if there's anything that like indicates why the room is empty. Yeah, so essentially what a skill does is a skill will let you roll with advantage. So something like perception, anyone can try the checkout of room. Mm -hmm. It just means you're real good at it. So your roll extra dice take the results of the top two. Yeah, so you said you want to know why everyone isn't there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's do a move called Understand. So that's a book's roll, and yeah, you can roll with advantage if you're trying to find some physical evidence of why people aren't here. Okay. 
and then no uh, no stat difference because you are a solid C student, plus zero <laughs> all the way. Uh, well, I rolled a seven because it's a three, a four, and a one. Okay, so a mixed success. So a mixed success on understand. You ask me a simple question, and I will tell you most of it, but I will have another question, so to speak, that you do not understand. Okay. So what's the question? What do you want the answer to? Uh, I guess just really, like, why is there nobody in the classroom, even though the bell's just trying to start class? <laughs> Seems like a logical question to ask. You you look around the room, and it looks pretty similar. It's a bit less detailed than you remember. Like, the lights are kind of different colors, and the paper mache isn't fully there. Bannock, do you go in as well, or do you kind of stay around outside? Yeah, I think... They absolutely follow uh, follow Verity, and, and when they see that there's no one there, they just throw themselves into the first desk as ferociously <laughs> as you can imagine. Which, which I'm imagining is the teacher's desk. Kyle driving a desk. <laughs> yeah, they're just diving into this chair and sitting bolt upright as if they're enraptured by the lesson that's going on. <laughs> so, which, yeah. hey, is accurate because, uh, you know, they're never interested in a lecture, so since there's no lecture, of course they're at their most attentive. Yeah, exactly. So, you walk in and when you saw it from the doorway it looked like the classroom again a bit different but pretty much the same the further in you get the classroom changes and the parts that can't be seen from the hallway look like a normal empty classroom in fact there aren't even yeah it's just a generic the most generic classroom you could any of the unique life in it has been fully stripped away uh hey uh Panic, can you go over to your classroom and just make sure that like people are there and that this isn't like spread throughout the school? I will try to remember where my classroom is <laughs> for you. Uh, for Titan's sake. <laughs> where is she? Both of you see as this underclassman walks in. Now, you two don't know a lot of students, right? Definitely not. You know vaguely your classmates. Uh, this student looks like she could maybe be related to uh, Emma and Edric, except where their hair color is green, hers is a vibrant yellow. And she comes in and stares at both of you. Where is she? Uh, who? Who are you looking for? The 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 the, the half a witch, the one that came in with that 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 homunculus abomination. There's a homunculus abomination. Where? As a character, would we have heard about how Luz tried to be an abomination to sneak into school? Um, the word got around, like, some people might have known about it. It's up in the air whether or not you two would have heard about it, but it got far enough that it was outside of the school. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're gonna still be more specific, like, you know, their name? <laughs> and she waves her hand, of, of course, of course, Pillow! Pillow! Uh... Huh? Pillow, the one that... <sighs> one that can't do magic although you like she get in circles of well with you two uh that's kind of rude but rude but accurate where is she we don't know this pillow person <laughs> well if 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 you fi if you find anything you tell me all right not principal thump you tell me uh uh you mean principal bump principal thump huh pathetic <laughs> we we are right right the principal is named bump <laughs> I mean, uh, right, wrong person to probably ask. Wait, but <laughs> yeah, do we, we want to do a roll for this? <laughs> yeah, okay. Panic, roll me understand, and your question will be: 
Is the principal's name Bump? <laughs> uh, does this count as homework? Because that is my inability. Oh, uh, no, no, this is not. Uh, uh, I didn't realize it was an inability of homework. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Uh, my roll here is a four, so... God. <laughs> Take one AP. We have only both rolled once, except for my... Uh, see the future, we both fucked up. Your question is, is his name Thump? And the answer is, absolutely. <laughs> it was always named Thump, and you know, uh, you know, the, the Frights, they probably had yellow hair, so like... Yeah, that makes sense. If the old ones have green hair, why wouldn't the younger one have yellow hair? It just hasn't come into full color yet. <laughs> <laughs> the hair hasn't bloomed. Exactly, yeah. Oh my god. It's like a winter pelt. <laughs> uh, 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 <laughs> it's like my ferrets used to get uh, thicker and darker fur during the winter <laughs> and then shed it in summer. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, the weird like name issue aside, like you said, the let you know if we find pillow. Uh, who should we say is asking if we manage to find them? She scoffs. Why wouldn't you know about the best student in school, Jamity Fright? I love yeah. these fucking like huge <laughs> versions of the names you came up with. <laughs> okay, okay, Jamity, we'll we'll let. You know if we find pillow yeah what, what does what does pillow look like just to also have an idea of who we're looking for if we see them how how should i know she's not as important but you obviously know who pillow is so wouldn't you know what they look like to be able to describe them a bit do they have any distinguishable characteristics <laughs> look for the one who's a complete failure she should be hanging out with a human that has dark brown hair and hazel eyes who often hangs out with a witch. Oh, you, you mean the Seda? <laughs> yes, exactly. She should be hanging out with Chus or whatever. <laughs> the one that lives with Ida the Owl Lady. And she storms off. Hey, real quick though, if you want us to tell you where she is, are you going to be like here or... She goes and scoffs and then she pauses for a second and she gets a little stiff. She turns back and says, I will be in the detention room. And Jamity walks off. You know, for the fact that she said that, like, why didn't we recognize the best student in the school? Why would she be being sent to detention if she was the best student? <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm pretty sure the human's name is actually Luce and not Juice. I don't... <laughs> Bannock, something is really weird going on. It's like... I mean, Juice sounds right to you, Bannock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I never, like... Is there any way I could try to jog Bannock's memory <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will stop prompting. I will let you in character attempt that. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. I just like. Like, but, but whatever. But Bannock, She's a like, kid and she wants us to work for her. Nah. I say yeah, we just but, chill here. Wait for but, the next class. But Bannock, like, we, we were just in the cafeteria and we literally heard Principal Bump on the, on the PA, not P Principal Thump. Like, it was like five, ten minutes ago. As we no. all know, Principal Bump likes to start every announcement with, Hello, students, it is I, Principal exactly. Bump, your yes, principal. Exactly. <laughs> actually, he would start announcements like that. Like, that's in I'm, pre I'm pretty sure he actually does in the show at multiple times say, This is your Principal Bump. <laughs> like, I heard saying, This is Principal Bump speaking, or This is your Principal Bump speaking. You're, yeah, all right, you're fair. You got me there. I'm pretty sure that's what he does all the time. Because <laughs> also, like, I mean, I, I can't say for sure, but like, I feel like I've seen that girl before, and I feel like she had this, like, a different shade of green than 
her siblings? I don't think she had yellow. Wow, you pay a lot of attention to the underclassmen. <laughs> Cannot believe you care. God, that, 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 why'd that sound creepy? <laughs> <laughs> They're just fish. Why are you, like, what does it matter, huh? Let's go look at a real fish. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like something weird and screwy going on where it seems like everybody is like a different person than they usually are. Okay. When Daphne said the Owl Lady, did she say Ida or did she say a different she name? She said too? Ida the Owl Lady. Okay, so so that's still the same. <laughs> but everybody else has been different, basically. I don't know. Seems perfectly normal to me. <laughs> yeah, because you don't pay attention to school. <laughs> this is why exactly I was like, we need to like study and stuff. And uh, you got distracted, I got distracted by beef jerky. <laughs> did you miss a field trip? Is that what happens? Because other than that, I don't see anything strange happening here. <laughs> Remember, you can at any point spend one AP to have something useful appear to you. <laughs> this is true. Okay, yeah. Here's a paper signed by Principal Bump. It has the list of every student in the school. Hey, Do you okay, see a yes. jammity fright? Yeah, okay, yeah. I think I actually will burn an adventure point to be like, wait, no, I have a, I have an announcement that he like sent everybody's home or whatever about like finals week to make sure parents have their students, have their uh, kids study. And look, it's, it's signed Principal Bump. Right here. It's a liability wager. It lists <laughs> all the ways in which you could die. <laughs> like, look, right there, it says bump, not thumbs. Huh. You'd think a big brain guy like him would know how to spell his own name. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, yeah, you know what? Sure. If you think there's something wrong with him, let's go check him out. I mean, I don't I don't think it's necessarily just him. I feel like like everybody is like... I don't know, like replaced by like their doppelgangers or something. I don't know. Uh, but also that still doesn't also explain why this classroom is empty. Did you summon the ghost in the classroom and it ate everybody? I know because I didn't do anything. <laughs> Beef jerky was not a proper conduit. That you know of, they say, giving you finger guns. <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's go. Let's go check out some of the other classrooms. Just make sure people are here. <laughs> let's go to the plant room first. See if we can find pillow. You walk in to the plant classroom and it's the same deal. When you walk in, it looks like you remember it if you walk through the halls, if you just ran through once, right? Mm -hmm. And as you get further in, it's just a regular classroom. That being said, when you walk in, you start to hear some hushed voices from somewhere. Like just, yeah, we did great. Shh, shh, you gotta, you gotta jam it. You could hear us at any moment, but we did so good. Yeah, 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 but just quiet. We heard somebody. Uh, hello? Ah! <laughs> and you see a jar in the corner just shake. Uh, I mean, we're 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 not Javity, so like you, you can you can pop out. Get something weird going on here. I feel. <laughs> oh, you're not. That's a really. That's exactly what Javity would say. Look, you know who Javity is. You can clearly tell my voice is not her. Also, I have about like six more eyes in her. Plus, would Javity offer you a bag of hex mix if you came out? <laughs> Roll me, convince somebody. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> that totals out at 11. So you convince them fully. Do you have a bag of Hex Mix? Uh, yeah, my signature item is bags of salty snacks. So I imagine that they've <laughs> just got like a backpack full of trash food. That they just constantly feed the poutine. <laughs> yeah, that's where the beef jerky came from earlier. Poutine has to go to an actual beastkeeping witch to get help all the time because of all the illnesses he's got. <laughs> You hear the more uh, gremlin-y, for lack of a better phrase, sounding one say, Hex Mix! And suddenly, this person lunges out 
and grabs the bag from your hand uh, and just starts like gnawing at the corner of it. And the other one says, choose, you gotta, you gotta open the bag first. And you see coming out of this abomination pot covered in uh, the bluish abomination goo, two students. The first one is a student, as I said before, she's got brown hair, hazel eyes. She wears uh, white shorts and similarly a kind of white shirt that's kind of got a skirt thing with it. And then the other one is a student that is coming out in a typical Hackside uniform, although hers is more pink colored. She's got kind of uh, glimmering pink hair and then round glasses. Uh, well, I guess you're too, so I, I, we just heard Jaminy talk about you. Jaminy? Where? <laughs> no, 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 not, not here. But why is, why, she's not, I don't know how I can make friends that way. <sighs> That's the person you're trying to make friends with, huh? Well, yeah, I want to make friends with her. Uh, although really, you know, there's my friends, my friend's pillow, and she points to uh, the other girl, my friend Tuss. <laughs> really hoping you weren't gonna do Tuss's name. <laughs> and then of course there's Ida, the little bone boy. Do you know where they are? Uh, no, I can't say I know where they yeah. are. But Ida's Ida's the owl lady, right? So wouldn't she be at the owl house or jail? Or, or I feel like she's not. She's escaped more than often. I feel like she's not going to stay in a jail. Yeah. But. No, no, she's here. I, I felt that she's here. I'm, I'm certain she's here. And Chus gets a little kind of upset at that. Why, why were y'all hiding in like one of the abomination goop canisters? And why are you particularly like trying to make sure that Jamie doesn't hear you? <sighs> Pillow sighs says, "Well, anyone who knows anything about Chus knows that she's got that." thing going on with Jamity. Really, I think we should find the rest of our friends first. Then we can all meet Jamity and we can stop her. Sorry, you're gonna have to specify that thing with Jamity. Is it like is it like a gay thing? <laughs> like, that's cool, that's fine, whatever. <laughs> but like, Or is it like a rivalry thing? Which is also kind of cool in its own right. Oh! <laughs> uh <laughs> Might <laughs> <laughs> be using out of character she, knowledge she here. Looks, <laughs> she looks at you. She looks at shoes. She looks back at you. <laughs> I, I, I don't I don't see why that's relevant to our goals. But like what? OK, well, you say that your goal is stopping her. But like, what is she doing that you would necessarily need to stop her from doing? <laughs> well, I, 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 I and Pillow kind of just thinks for a second and is like, well, cheater. And she shoots out cheater. She's a she's a cheater. Not not as much as uh, not as much as Ida, of course. Well, Ida and the rest of us, not as much of a cheater as the rest of us, but she's still a cheater. Red. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, they clearly want to stop whenever Jamfy is up to. God, I'm always, like, gonna stumble over these different names. But I'm gonna try to convince somebody here, because, like, clearly they want help here, but I, we need a little bit more to go on of, like, what's okay. actually going on here. So I'm gonna, gonna try to convince them with heart. We'll actually do the role, uh, see into their heart, which is hearts. And this is, you want to know what she's referring to. Okay, gotcha. That also, that makes sense as well. Uh, let's see. Okay, that's a 10, because uh, it's a 6 and a 2, plus my 2. All right, full success. Ask a simple question about your target's inner thoughts. I must answer truthfully. Okay, I guess. Uh, what's something this character is trying to keep a secret? <laughs> <laughs> In particular, like, why is it that they are, like, so concerned about Jamity, I guess? The concern actually isn't about Jamity. That seemed to be what they were talking about, but the more they talked, 
the more it seemed like what they actually want is they want Luce, Ida, Willow, Gus, and King to enter the detention room. Sorry, uh, is it actually that you did intend to say their actual names and not this weird AU? I did very much intend the actual names there. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Okay, so clearly you do need more help with whatever's going on, so I guess we'll figure out things as we go along of what you're aiming for here. So, I mean, everything is just all weird and topsy-turvy, so I guess, uh, I guess just lead the way and we'll figure things out from there, I guess. Yeah, they will lead the way and they will actually get up and say, thank you. Thank you for helping us. All right, let's 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 go. Should probably also introduce ourselves, by the way, because we did not say our names. <laughs> names. <laughs> uh, but yeah, as, as we're walking along, I do fill in panic of like, yeah, no, it seems like they are actually also aware that something is screwy with like everybody's like alter egos going on or something that they need to get like a particular group of people, including them king and like uh, what the little like gremlin skull creature thing the little the little bone boy yeah the little bone boy (laughs) (laughs) and eda into this uh particular room i guess has something to do with what's going on maybe the ham is involved i don't fucking know (laughs) don't get me wrong i'm all for skipping class but is there a reason that we're into wandering around looking for people instead of trying to catch you up with your field trip Uh, 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 your priorities are so wild i don't get it at all uh, look, I mean, nobody seems to be actually here in the class to actually, like, review stuff for the finals. And if this gets us closer to that, where it gets back to normal, then I can focus on the finals. And also drag you kicking and screaming into doing some study. <laughs> Who needs to study? Cl- clearly, clearly you do. <laughs> and still also me, because none of us have a, bu- have a positive two books. You're struggling in school. You know, you're, you'll live. That's pretty much passing. These get degrees. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you walk and it is deathly silent. And we're not talking about, like, the dead ghosts, you know, from the school team. Like, this is a different kind of, like, absent kind of death. And you notice that Pillow and Chews are taking you towards the detention room. As you get there, they stop at the door and Pillow goes to put her hand on it. And Chu says, wait, 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 wait a second. And she kind of counts on her hand. She's like, Juice, Pillow. Ida, Bone Boy. Ida, the Bone Boy. (laughs) Uh, What was, what was, what did I call Gus? Thus. Uh, Thus. uh, That five. And there's four of us. We're missing someone. Well, I mean, no, you're missing three because, uh, I mean, neither of us are bone boy either or less i don't know if you just need one more i can call poutine i'm sure that would work <laughs> no but like they they desperately they need to actually get those three people in particular it's not just it could be like five people anybody it needs to be these five people in particular does it based on what i understand yes <laughs> what are you talking about why are you using those weird names by the way bannock and Barry? what what are those weird do you just change your names or no this is the name as born with, but also people are allowed to just change their name if they want to but not <laughs> in this case <laughs> god are we gonna run into our doppelgangers <laughs> Ooh, yeah that would be really cool i wonder if i could hunt myself <laughs> so you gotta <laughs> hunt yourself <laughs> you probably don't want to actually kill your alters ultimate well, self because it I might wouldn't... be bad <laughs> yeah okay i'm not gonna kill anybody I'm not monster Jeez, I just want to 
follow them from a safe distance and document their behavior. But you do need those three particular people, right? Like addressing Pillow and Tooth. Uh, yeah, we need the five of us, and there are only four. But don't you need particularly the two of you, Ida, King, and Thus, and not either of us? Pillow rolls her eyes and says, We wouldn't have some two randos who no one even heard about by accident, okay? Well, that's just hurtful. <laughs> uh, well, look, regardless, we we would be still a shorter person, so we need to look around more anyway, right? Uh, I mean, let's find out, shall we? I think uh, Bannock is going to draw a spell circle and whistle very loudly to see if they can get Poutine to come. <laughs> How does Poutine summon? <laughs> yeah, in the show, they usually just draw a spell circle and then kind of conjure animals out of nowhere, but that's not always true like viney her griffin just kind of hangs around and bursts through walls so yeah puddles just is chilling having a vibe all the time in the school but like uh when everwolf did it like they summoned the giant like worm just out of a spell circle so how do you want poutine to appear honestly i think i'm gonna leave that up to chloe since you're gonna be playing the role of the character oh geez Poutine, Poutine in this case, if I'm the one that decides, definitely this Kool-Aid man through a wall. Oh, yeah! <laughs> For some reason, I had the idea of, like, voicing them with, like, a, like, fucking, like, Italian monster voice. Like, hey, boss, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> please, please, I am begging you. I don't know if I can keep it up, I'll try, I guess. Hey, it's Poutine! <laughs> Poutine bursts through the wall. Uh, yeah, the second they burst through the wall, I think Bannock is, like, just all up under their scratching chins and giving snacks. It's ridiculous. So now there's five of us, though, right? Because we got our got this sweet little baby right here. And, okay, what's next? Uh, Pillow and Shoes look at you. Wait, is that the ground of me? <laughs> and Shoes counts on her fingers again and is like, and just nods at Pillow. And Pillow's like, thank you. And she opens the door to go inside. Yeah, this is going to go real bad. <laughs> Do you go in? I, I uh, hang on. I'm trying to see if there's like a role I could do that like <laughs> might give me some indication of what goes ha- happens if five people do go in that are not the people they need. <laughs> you do feel the presence of your vision. Great. You feel a deep, <laughs> dark undercurrent. Uh, I'll say this: Bannock absolutely does not hesitate. They're old friends with the detention monster. Uh, <laughs> unless Verity specifically wants to stop them, they're heading in there. So, it's, I, I think yeah, like he is definitely going to grab Bannock's sleeve when they try to walk forward. It's like Bannock, no, like seriously, they need actual Ida, actual King, and actual Luz to be here to go in there. It's not just three people. Okay, that's cool, but like. You want to find out what the weird thing is, right? And the weird thing is right in there. I'd rather find out what the weird thing is and not get people murdered in the process, maybe. Well, because... I know that this is usually for NPCs, but can I try and convince them? (laughs) (laughs) If they will let you roll against them, yes. I I don't see why not, but I do want to put their perspective out on the field right now. So I just, um, listen, you say they can't conceive of us being here because we're not their people, right? So if you want to know what the weird thing is, and they can't figure out that we're us and not them, then why not go in there? Because the danger is, like, not to us, right? 
So I feel like this is us both trying to convince somebody each other. <laughs> yeah, I feel like what we can do is we can have a, we can have a battle of wits. Each of your roles plus books, and whoever gets higher wins. Battle of wits between two of the worst fucking students at the school. <laughs> but hey, I do have a slight advantage because I don't have a negative to books. I guess that's true. Yeah. I'm also going to go ahead and burn my AP here, my last one, to roll with advantage, because, uh, <laughs> don't use that roll with advantage, too. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I got a four. <laughs> one, one, and three. I rolled an 11, but it goes down to 10, because I'm at a minus one. <laughs> Alright, yeah, uh, you play it out, but Bannock's argument bulletproof <laughs> how does how does bannock end up convincing verity on this oh god if i, I okay no i did i teach the morals i was like did i fuck up every role no i haven't <laughs> <laughs> so i've already laid out pretty much why bannock thinks they should go into that room so if that doesn't convince verity then i think their move is basically to just like keep walking in that direction and maybe drag her along if necessary <laughs> or just bank on her just running in to make sure nobody else nobody dies yeah exactly so they, they are like jabbering about why they should go in but it's not coherent it doesn't it's not an intelligent argument it's just them wanting to do something <laughs> and justifying it in the moments <laughs> uh, i i guess she's like oh, fuck's sake and just does run over after bennett because like i i guess i'm the only one here that might make sure like try and make sure that nobody dies <laughs> doing whatever this could be all right so both of you walk in and bannock Normally you feel the presence of the detention room monster, but you don't feel it here. It feels empty. Uh, Verity, it's the opposite. You can feel an overwhelming presence. You can feel what you saw in your vision, and it is at the end of this hall. Oh, fuck, it's the ham. <laughs> hey, at least I roll for advantage on uh, dealing with this, whatever this is. <laughs> this is uh, it's kind of underwhelming, I'm going to be honest. Let's go do your thing. There's nothing here. Uh, <laughs> uh, nope, nope, my friend, though, there's definitely something here. <laughs> Door locks behind you. <laughs> told you. I told you. <laughs> you told me what? That it would be a boring empty room? You were right, I guess. No, it. I told I told you that there'd be something that there'd be bad shit here if we didn't actually have the right people. <laughs> so you're walking down and as you do, you eventually start hearing a voice. Jamity, the end of the hall. Well thank you. Thank you for coming here. I did not think I would get you to come here this quickly. I really tried my hardest to convince them otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure one of you would. And Jamity is there, but she's a bit different. She looks slightly shorter. She's got a more vibrant pinkish hue on her skin. Uh, her hair is receding a little bit. You know, this was very hard to put together, my dear, dear friends. Uh, it was hard to work and create a perfect vision based on my flawless memory of a ham <laughs> of a ha <laughs> like all i know is I, as far as i saw it's a ham but it's becoming less of a ham jamity <laughs> uh, starts huffing and puffing and snorting and like how disrespectful here i come i work with professor byleth to defy time travel and death itself. For fuck's sake. I work to, from my memories, 
create the perfect alternate world just so I can finally enact my revenge through time travel and revival and whatever magic is creating a weird alternate memory dimension. And you and Amity, who has fully transformed into another figure, turns around and points at you. And you have the audacity to call the great Tibbles. How the fuck are you? Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck who, off. <laughs> who are you? I, I, but when you told me it was a ham, I actually did want to say, is it, is it going to be Tibbles? Because <laughs> Tibbles kind of looked like a pig. The second I made the joke that Tibbles was going to time travel back in time. Uh, <laughs> and this, this pig man who seems to call himself Tibbles, just turns and looks at you and is, like, confused and furious. Who, who are you? Uh, hey, man, what's going on? You did all this? This is really cool. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you. That does not answer my question. Aren't you just, like, some, like, shitty con artist that got screwed over by, like, a bunch of kids, like, twice? Yes, and the children are supposed to be here. I mean, you are ch- the other children. Who, who, you did not answer my question. Who the fuck are you? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm just this guy, man. <laughs> We're just a couple of D-list students that happen to, uh, apparently be the only people that didn't get, like, messed up by this weird other world stuff. No, 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 no. I, I, di- I did it perfectly. I, I, I sought out the hateful, fearsome, angry presence i i used all of my vitriol and i honed in on those that i had anger for so only they should have been in this dimension because only they could have harnessed that is that beef jerky uh i mean kind of was beef jerky i think i don't know if it's still like something you'd really want to eat after that failed experiment (laughs) i'll eat it no worries he 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 probably shouldn't He puts his head in his hands and he says, I hate, I hate jerky. I hate jerky. I, I kind of like hold it out towards him. Like it's like, if it's like, toss it out of your hand. I just said, I hate it. Okay. No worries. I'll eat it right now. So you don't have to see it anymore. It fell on the floor. There's no five second rule. I, I saw, I saw, I saw some like weird, like human program that like, uh, I guess like flooded into the boiling house from there where it's like these two guys were testing science and they proved there was no five second rule. Verity, I've seen Mythbuster is canon. <laughs> I have mastered the powers of time travel to come back here. And me, with all my understanding of time and space, have no idea what the fuck a five second rule is. It means that, like, if food falls on the floor, it doesn't matter how long it's been there. It, it's got all, like, the same amount of pathogens. Uh, is, that, is, that a kind of, is that a kind of demon? Oh, a pathogen? I'm gonna try to convince him. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Roll me. Roll me slick. Yeah, I guess that's slick, right? <laughs> Tibbles is the ham. So any rolls? And I, I do roll. Yeah, I roll advantage. <laughs> any rolls specifically against Tibbles? All right. Uh, that is a nine. <laughs> so that is a mixed success. So you 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 mostly convince Tibbles that something called a pathogen is a demon. However. You do have a drawback. Uh, I guess, I don't know, target S for something in return. I feel like that's like the least problematic of all these. Okay, so he is going to believe that it is a demon. He says, all right, well, you're clearly knowledgeable. <sighs> Book zero. <laughs> clearly knowledgeable. <laughs> he puts in the head in his hand and say, at least tell me you know where Ida the Owl Lady is. 
Uh, could not help you there. <laughs> great, great. So I, I come back for my revenge, harnessing my anger, and because one of these two nobodies decides to harness the powers of the dead with jerky? <laughs> hey, to be fair, it didn't really work. <laughs> well, I'm here. <laughs> I'm now dealing with the, 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 the power, the, the you two. Cool, cool, great. Um... Add another to the revenge list, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know what your deal is with the L lady, but assuming she's at home, I could probably find her pretty quick. Uh, I mean, I live out in the woods, her house is out in the woods. It's not far, you know? Yeah, weirdly enough, like, she doesn't really, like, keep her home's location a secret, but nobody ever goes and arrests her. He, he, Tibbles, who looks so upset, goes with a smile and says, you two know where the owl lady lives. I mean, just generally, like... I've got my little cave, and I know where her territory is, so I don't go there. Yeah, I don't, I don't, ca- I don't care about you. I don't care about you in your life. But here's the thing, and he leans back in like a seat. <laughs> I'll be honest here. I, uh, I, I was going to kill you because, uh, frankly, I, I, I'm annoyed, uh, and so I was going to murder you. However, you have become useful to me, the great Tibbles. So I propose a deal. Help me find the owl lady, and we'll just, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, postpone that whole murder thing. Now, when you say postpone, though, because, like, you're in the future, right? So, so how postpone, like, in, in your time, or, like, ten minutes? Listen, kid, we're all gonna die someday, and I've done it multiple times, so don't sweat the details, <laughs> all right? Hell yeah. <laughs> so, is it a deal? Yeah, you know what, I'm in. But don't you need the other two as well? Wouldn't you need, like, King and Booth? What, what is a King? Ah, uh, the Bone Boy. Well, I, I ideally would like the Bone Boy back, and yes, I would like my vengeance on all of the other ones, but the Owl Lady is really the focus of my vengeance, as it were. I thought that the kids were the ones that smashed your stands and also ruined your carnival. I'm pretty sure it was a giant monster. I heard about that one. Okay, extend the deal. Help me kill the Owl Lady and whatever, <laughs> whoever those kids were. Okay. <laughs> Bone boy, live or die, all right? It's, it's one of those wanted, dead, or alive. You'll still get the reward. And remember, the reward is not dying. So it's a pretty good one, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm into it. Uh, I tell you what, I'm on board now. I'm not on board if Faraday keeps making the deal worse for us. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you shake his hand? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Can I, can I, can I, uh, I just want to make sure that, like, what role would it be to know if, like, shaking his hand is, like, a magically binding contract kind of deal? Now, this is a magically binding contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Roll me, uh, see into their heart to see if it is a magically binding deal. Okay. Uh, well, I still roll for advantage because it's fucking tipples. <laughs> that is exactly a 10 because I rolled a 6, 2, and 1, and plus 2. <laughs> nice. It is not, uh... Outside of his little realm here, mm-hmm. he does not seem to have a lot of power. So this is mostly on. OK, <laughs> he's trusting you here. And as he extends his hand, he says, now I do want to warn you, this is a magically binding contract. <laughs> of course, <laughs> as I shake his hand, knowing that he's full of shit. <laughs> All right, perfect. Well, I guess I'll get you back to the real world. And remember, I am hanging here between the worlds of the living and the dead and of time. The doors to detention open up ominously. How did we get back? <laughs> oh, I just, uh, I just take those doors. The doors to detention open up ominously 
And uh, you can see, in fact, they don't seem to notice you, but you can see some students walking back and forth. Okay. Is detention okay? What What do you mean, is detention okay? Well, you, you took his room, is he okay? Well, this is this is like his his own little like world's creation. So this is not like the same. Yeah, but it's in detention's room, is it? I, I think I think it's like this is like a pocket dimension of it. Whereas like once this is all done, this room will go back to normal, and the detention monster will be okay. Uh, a, a thoughtful look just crosses Bennick's face, and they start scratching their chin as they go pocket detention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you both exit, and as you exit, you can hear a ah scream from a bell signaling. The end of the school day. Oh, fuck. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, you got your wish, I guess. All right. Uh, so we're definitely just going to get Ida to help us just kick this guy's ass, right? <laughs> Do we need to? I mean, he's in there, right? He's not out here. So how binding is that contract? Are we good? Yeah, but but like if somebody goes in there, currently that room, I feel like, I mean, because he said as long as you just open those doors again, it should be back to like the weird dimension so like anybody could actually just wander in there if they're like being tossed to the regular dimension or at detention mm-hmm. so like he's kind of got to be dealt with so i feel like it, the easy answer is like because this is still season one where either still has her powers right <laughs> yeah yeah so it's like yes either either like keeps calling herself like the most powerful witch in the boiling house and she's dealt with this guy before and easily handed him his ass and the children have too so like if we just get her they could easily just kick his ass if kids can beat him up, why didn't we just beat him up? Because we're really not good students and not good at magic that much. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs to be good at magic? We got poutine. Hey, you got me, poutine! <laughs> <laughs> I love that he decided that he does speak like a like, fucking like my cousin Vinny kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, I mean, having having an adult who's like, a, like again, a powerful witch who is... Somehow, again, managed to avoid being arrested despite her house being pretty well known where it is. It still would be very useful to have for this. <laughs> okay, I get where you're coming from, but if he wants her there, then he must have a, f- a plan or a trap or whatever, right? So what if we get uh, Principal Thump instead? He might, like, like he's a principal. <laughs> he's he's bummed. <laughs> We've established that that was an alternate, like, stupid dimension where he had everybody's names wrong. <laughs> now, he did say that it was a perfect recreation. <laughs> he's full of shit! <laughs> he also was trying to say that that's a binding, binding magical contract. I was immediately able to tell, nah, he's full of crap. <laughs> oh, really? Oh. Yeah, no. Well, okay, well, if you're sure, I just... I mean, the point stands, though. Principal Thump should be Bump. the strongest in school. He's the principal, so... Yeah, but he's still... But he's he's in the Abomination Coven, so he's still limited what he can do. Like, Ida is a wild witch. And again, like, she's, again, managed to avoid being captured and arrested for, like, God, what, like, 25, 30 years or something like that? Parody. Yeah? You know that, Tilly. <laughs> Are you really suggesting consorting with criminals? During a school day? <laughs> well, technically, the school day ended. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> because I gotta be honest, I'm all in. <laughs> Perfect, let's roll. <laughs> and, and you said you know where the owl house is, right? Yeah, I, I kind of envision uh, Brannock just having, like, a cave that they've put together, like a, a little wilderness survival retreat. I don't know if they live there full time, but it's definitely where um, where Poutine lives. So they've got just a place out in the woods. And I figure that's... All right, perfect. So now now we're going to go to the part of the story where my excuse for 
why I didn't sound like any of the characters, goes out the window. <laughs> so you walk up, you see this house kind of in a clearing in the woods. You can see and hear some of the ocean off the edge of the aisles. It is a large house with a big kind of stained glass window on the second floor. Oh god, we have to deal with Hootie first. <laughs> Fuck. And you see the little owl head on the door starts like rotating around as it goes, Ooh, new <laughs> friends. I forgot about this. You knew about this? I think I heard about it once or twice before, but I forgot in the moment when I suggested we go here and get the hourly AD. <laughs> what are you two talking about? And you see that the little, uh, you see that the head is no longer on the door. Instead, a tube has come out and gone into the ground and come out of the ground right next to you, and the little owl head is just looking between the two of you. Uh, Benek's eyes just get really wide and round, and they go, you're really cool. Hootie oh. <laughs> <laughs> blushes real hard. Uh, are, are, are you a house? What? What? I'm an owl, and a house, and a bug. That's my type of demon. But most importantly, I'm a friend. And you can hear, you can feel the tube is uh, <laughs> hugging you. <laughs> uh, yeah, Bannock is thrilled. This is the best day of their life. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, uh, hi, uh, Mr. House. Uh, we're, we're here to- Please, Mr. Mr. House is my father. You can call me Hootie. Uh, okay, Hootie House. Uh, <laughs> I presume House is your last name. Uh, yeah, we, we wanted to try to talk to the owl lady about something real quick. Ooh! Something spicy? Uh, I guess you could say that. It's like one of her uh, old uh, enemies Ooh. come back from the dead, apparently for like the third time or something. Enemy! <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Oh, wink! And he says that <laughs> as he winks. Uh, Hootie, you literally said wink. <laughs> and the t he's not listening. The tube goes back in and the door opens and he says, Ida, you got some new friends! <laughs> I guess we're just like over there, like peeking into the house, trying to see if the Emily is like right there. <laughs> yeah. As he says that, you hear this woman's voice say, and I'm not good at imitating, so I'm just not going to try. <laughs> Fair. Hoodie, for the last time, you can't just call every single person trying to sell something a friend. And this woman who just looks haggard and tired and definitely not like the most powerful witch in the Boiling Isles <laughs> looks at the two of you and says, oh, great. Kids. So I assume that means that you're trying to get me to buy something or are bounty hunters younger nowadays? <laughs> no. I'm just here to interview your house demon birdworm tube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, no, we actually are here for another reason. We're not trying to sell anything. Uh, so, God, I, this is like going to sound a bit weird. Do you remember a guy named Tibbles, Miss uh, uh, Miss Clawthorn? <laughs> Tibbles, Tibbles, like Tibbles. Like a little, like, uh, yellow, like, uh, pig demon guy. Oh, right! The pig guy, you know, <laughs> I've, uh, whew. There are very few people I've killed as many times as him. Yeah, he's back, apparently, and he's mastered time magic, and he's trying to, like, get his revenge on you and your student and your student's friends. <laughs> All right, this sounds like a job for the lackeys. Lackeys! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just get losing King instead. <laughs> yeah, Luz just pops out. What is it, Ida? The King just comes out tired. What? I was sleeping. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean, like, I guess the idea is to just, like, kick this guy's ass, right? And, like, I was hoping that, like, since you're the, like, 
most powerful it's in the boiling hell is that we would just get your help because like you've already been the crap out of this guy multiple times he told us to trick you into going to see him so he could revenge or whatever or he would kill us but like that's not interesting anymore mr hootie what do you eat (laughs) (laughs) she grabs you by the shoulders chloe and says listen listen kid when you're the most powerful witch in the boiling isles you don't waste your time on pigmen named tibbles is it is it possible still to appeal to Ida's want of proving herself to be the strongest witch on the boiling isles by kicking Tibbles' ass? <laughs> Just like one last like, come on now, lady, don't you want to like show us how strong you are and like see your like potent like wild magic firsthand? Uh, roll me books with disadvantage, and you're oh, gonna fuck. Be, you're you're gonna be like <laughs> shouting up the stairs because she's like halfway up. <laughs> All right, let's see. Well, uh, I rolled two ones. So that's a critical <laughs> failure. So not only do you fail, you did so horribly with your convince somebody that you get one drawback. Great. <laughs> she looks back and says, hey, kid. Yeah. When you're the most powerful witch on the boiling aisles, fighting someone like Tibbles knocks down your reputation. All right. It's like the best, I don't know, abomination expert going against a five year old. That being said... That pig owes me five snails, so while you're there, get them for me. <laughs> okay, I guess. You've got to eat of the owl lady. <laughs> and the door slams shut as Lou says, Tibbles, remember, he was bad news. Well, if he's back, who knows what kind of havoc he could wreck. I think he's stuck in a room. Well, I, uh, yeah, he is technically, it, well, he like made like a different like alternate version of Hexide with an alternate version of you named Juice, and he, st- he claimed that it was like perfect, a perfect reenactment, but like he definitely did not get the names right. He's calling the, he's calling the, the principal, uh, principal thumping up, um, so already not, not a great start. I mean, that's his name though, so. Luz thinks to herself and says, Juice, that's not a name I would choose (laughs) 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 anyway (laughs) the little angry demon says all right just show me just show me where it is she's now that she knows the joke she's gonna be going about it all day (laughs) he's like yeah we definitely do have to like beat him up to get him to like leave right because he's just gonna hang out in the detention dimension that he's made (laughs) what the detention dimension i hope the detention monster's okay exactly right i mean that's (laughs) Like, for all I care, he could stay in there forever as long as detention's okay. <laughs> in either case, uh, Luce is willingly coming, King kind of willingly coming, Ida not willingly coming, and unfortunately this is the era pre-Porta Hootie, so Hootie cannot come. I think uh, while this conversation is going on, uh, Bannock is just like getting as much as they can out of Hootie, chatting him up about, like, what he eats, what he does on a daily basis. They're- it's 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 the Gus interview of Hootie, but also, like, actually, like, interested rather than immediately bails. Yeah, exactly. Bannock <laughs> is not averse to learning. They just want to do it themselves. Well, when I wake up, I hoot. And then after that, I'll, I'll hoot usually a second time. Hoot, hoot. <laughs> and, uh... And I don't want to contradict any other information because I know he did some weird information in like the <laughs> Gus interview. Okay, uh, Hootie, uh, you, you can uh, you can hang out with uh, Bannock later on once we uh, t- take care of this. Uh, they'll they'll come back to hang out with you, I'm sure. Definitely be back. Oh, that sounds like a hoot! Hoot! <laughs> so you are back at school. It is late at night. You are with a human and a demon after hours. So I guess it's probably worthwhile to know like 
what your capabilities are with like fighting somebody like Tibbles, right? I was actually going to ask if you know what his his deal was. So either way. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm learning lots of spells. So I uh, she pulls out some sheets of paper and sh- that have these weird glyphs on them. She's like, so I can make ice and I can make light, and that's it. Well, I mean, uh, ice is still at least good for like hitting calling some ice into people, right? Yeah, and I command a terrifying presence, and uh, King just randomly shouts, bow before me, to uh, Professor Byleth, (laughs) who is chatting up some random student, trying to get them to join her class. God, it's fucking season one asshole King again. (laughs) All right, so you said he was in the detention room. Luz says her hand already on the door to open it. I got a sec. Didn't... Do we want to just go in with just us? Do we not want to try to see if anybody else would be willing to help with this? Already, are you scared of the little pig man? He's got control of time magic. I feel like that's enough to be worried about. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I get it. All right, see ya. We're just gonna go in. <laughs> God damn it! We did, oh, Titan damn it! We did this earlier and it didn't go great the first time when you went in there. So you open the door and you walk in. Luz taps something, uh, grabs a piece of paper and taps it, and it crumples up into a little light ball, which illuminates around you. And sure enough, it's empty. It's not like the detention room normally is. But you, Verity, can still feel that presence. Uh, come on. Come on, Ham. Where are you? Hey, Tibbs, we found your friends. My name is Tibbles, <laughs> and I will be addressed as such. You like that? Technically, his full name is like Tibbly, uh, Tibbles, Grimhammer the Third, or something, like, some bullshit like that. <laughs> Everybody's called him Tibbles. <laughs> Luce says, Well, I actually, I do like Tibbly. Ha! Tibbly. Sounds cooler than Tibbles. What were those irritating voices? Ah, I do. Now that rage feels familiar. And suddenly, almost like a specter appearing, Tibbles comes in front and sees all of you and says, Ah, so I see you've brought. Is this it? Yeah, the owl lady wasn't really interested. <laughs> oh, the owl lady wasn't in- interested. Wasn't interested. Yeah, she says that she's like above you and everything. <laughs> she wasn't interested in a in a fight with her arch nemesis. Yeah, she says that dealing with people like you, it's just like it's a hit to her credibility rather than actually like a boon to it. <laughs> <laughs> he starts snorting again in fury. <laughs> well, at least we have some of you. You know, the lesser ones, the smaller ones. It's a bit rude. Uh, and King says, hey, who are you calling smaller? Yeah, I don't know why he's laughing <laughs> guy now, too. That's, that's pretty rude, actually, considering that you're also kind of short to <laughs> You two are doing everything in your power to keep me from wanting to keep you alive. Do you understand that? Oh, that reminds me. Uh, 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 the old lady said you owe her money, so if you could, like, hand over the five snails, I'll take it back to her, and maybe that'll get her interested. Well, maybe get her here, I will give her the five snails, and then I will kill her. Uh, yeah, it seems a bit counterproductive for her getting her snails back if she's gonna just die immediately right after. Yeah, plus she seemed really uninterested, so I don't think that, like, I don't know, five snails would be enough to get her here, so... It might have better results if you just, like, handed it over. At least then you'd show you could be worked with. <laughs> you two are uniquely frustrating, okay? Thank you. They're like the bottom of the pile in terms of students, man. <laughs> and as he's talking to you, you notice that Luz and King have disappeared, and they're starting to sneak around behind him. 
could I do take one for the team to give loose and automatic success of 10 on this sneak? <laughs> yes. Uh, describe how take one for the team works. Uh, I think it's really just like continuing to just like kind of shit talk Tibbles a bit to keep his attention on us instead of looking <laughs> around and notice Luce's and Gengar don't sneak up. This does mean you get to hold a hard move to use against me in particular at some point, but... He's like, are you two... You... I... Okay, you know what? I... No, this is not worth it. All right, um... You know what? I... I... I I'll handle the owl lady myself. I would rather just kill you. And you both hear the ground underneath you shake... Could I do an... Is it possible to do a response to take action to dodge? Unfortunately, a hard move means (laughs) something just happens. Great. (laughs) And Verity, you suddenly feel as from underneath this new crack, a tentacle just grabs and wraps around your leg and starts pulling you towards this newfound hole. Oh, great. Now that it is pulling you, uh, you or Bannock or... Poutine can respond. Okay, then so I can like do a take action here to try to like dislodge myself from it. Yeah. Okay, then I am definitely going to do that because uh, I have I fight for my friends, so I roll heart instead of fierce when doing that. So you're going to how are you trying to take action to escape from this? Uh, I think it's like really like it is trying to like I guess like summon the uh, Oracle Ghost thing to try to like help like pull the tentacles free of me. That would be less take action. That would be touch the other side if you were trying to use your magic. So, yeah, touch the other side is just books. Though I don't add anything, but I still do roll 3d6 at least. Uh, That is a nine at least. Okay, a mixed success for touch the other side. So you are able to use your magic. You harness it. And I want you to describe how you harness it and how you get the help. However, you do have to choose two drawbacks. Uh, I think the drawbacks would be it works, but not quite how I expected, and it breaks after being used, because instead of the ghost, it just takes the form of the fucking beef jerky. (laughs) (laughs) And then, like, really, like, once it breaks me free, it just snaps in half. Describe how you just, I need you to describe how you summon from beyond a beef jerky. It's basically like, it, I guess it's like lubing up my legs to get the grease to get me out <laughs> rather than just being a cool ghost that just holds it open. <laughs> Beef jerky! Get it! He screams that, Tibble screams that, and the tentacles go for the jerky. You feel the jerky push you, and it turns around, and you just see in the jerky's like eyes jerky is dry right normally pretty much yeah. but you can see that this jerky turns around and it has eyes and it cries tears of grease <laughs> as it makes this willing sacrifice for you just don't know what kind of horrible beef jerky is greasy <laughs> you had you had it in there for a while dude, and it did fall on the floor <laughs> so you know what's on the floor of a classroom in that side yeah fair and it is crushed to a thousand pieces. <laughs> and as Tibble says, I will make you pay for making me think of beef jerky multiple times today. <laughs> Prepare to die. And as he reaches out, you hear Lou say, not today, Tibbles. And suddenly she jumps on top of him, slams her ice thing on his back. And the ice hits his back and kind of goes all around him and goes all around the ground. And he's like, what? Wait, what, what, what are you, what, what are you doing? What is this? I got so, I will be back. Yeah, we know. <laughs> <laughs> As he vanishes surrounded by ice and the room goes back to normal, you hear King say, 
Yeah, but why don't you chill out a bit first? Ha! <laughs> and he high-fives Luz. Little late on the one-liner, but, uh, you know, the spirit's there. <laughs> and Luz and King don't stick around longer because they scream, like make a little ah sound and run out of the room as a figure emerges from behind you. Another new terrifying threat. Yeah, who, who is it? <laughs> and Bannock, back in the real world, the detention monster takes its head and snuggles it under your arm. Ah, there you are, buddy. <laughs> oh, I was so worried about you. <sighs> How did you meet that thing, anyway? <laughs> uh, detention? F- uh, fair. I guess I shouldn't. I guess I didn't really have to ask that. But, you know, it turns out that, uh... Students don't super taste good, and uh, you know what does is snacks, so... (laughs) Before we call it, any other final, final wrap-up things for this adventure you would like with your characters? I mean, it's definitely, like, well, like, you said it was, like, Eve thing, so it's, like, the the grocery store is probably almost closed, so it's like, (laughs) oh, God. (laughs) Give me one one last roll. One last roll for the road. Roll me take action. (laughs) Oh, that's a nine, at least, since I get to roll it with heart. You get there just in time, but unfortunately, it's so late that it is completely out of stock, <laughs> except for a single thing of ham, and that is our session. <laughs> oh, that would have gotten so much worse if I'd rolled uh, one or two to have disadvantage when facing the fucking Tibbles ham. <laughs> would have gone much worse. Much worse. <laughs> Uh, if I may, I think there's a scene I'd like to finish up with for Bannock as well. Yeah, yeah. I think I would like to spend the two action points I have and use the um, mon-catching roll to uh, make the detention monster one of the things I can summon. <laughs> so that when it comes time for final exams, they just summon the detention monster and ruin the classroom and everyone... <laughs> <laughs> I will say, though... Professor Balthus, real into it. A plus. <laughs> A plus. If everybody gets like a C because then says something to the ghost, they also still summon Deep Jerky somehow. <laughs> you you get an A plus and Verity gets a very uncomfortable dinner. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to play with me today. Well, thank you so much for running it. That was wonderful. Yeah, thank thanks for thanks for uh, coming up with this bullshit. <laughs> God, every time that we all, all, every time we think Tibbles is God, he still comes back somehow. <laughs> yeah, so that was under the neighborhood. As you can see, it can create an adventure just as weird and just as cursed as your average episode of The Owl House. <laughs> it is a setting agnostic system, so you can do what we did here and plug it into a cartoon world of your own or create your own world using the setup and prompts in the rule book itself. The system is a relatively short read book-wise, and it doesn't require a lot of prep as a GM. I'll tell you, going into the session, I had weird world where everybody's names are slightly off, (laughs) and everything else just kind of happened based on the prompts and the conversation about Tibbles. In addition to settings like this of the Owl House or... The rules to help you create your own. The rulebook also includes the setting of the world of Quest Friends Hereafter. Quest Friends Hereafter is the podcast I run using Under the Neighborhood. It is a world inspired by cartoons like The Owl House, where the worlds of the living and the dead are only a plain ride apart. 
So if you would like to play, check out Under the Neighborhood. If you'd like to listen to more bullshit I come up with, <laughs> you can check out Quest Friends here after. Anything you'd like to record before I stop recording on my side? Uh, yeah, uh, we are Us Weirdos Have to Stick Together. Uh, you can find us at Us Weirdos Cast on Twitter. I personally am at Patch underscore Jacket. Mine is at Chloe Phil Chaos. Just spelled like Chloe with, like Chloe Phil, like Chlorophyll, but Chloe instead of Chlor, obviously. <laughs> yeah, it, it, this has been an absolute pleasure, and thank you again for inviting us to play this. But I think for now, there's not much left to say, but uh, remember, Us Weirdos have, have to Stick, stick Together. together. Bye. 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 Don't worry about it. We we never get Bye. it synced up anyway. Bye. <laughs> I'll I'll get one of those takes will go in. Hey. <laughs>